So it is two o'clock in the morning, two o five a.m. to be exact, and I didn't want to lose this moment because I have officially submitted the first episode or trailer, if you will, for this podcast, and I just didn't want to lose this moment because this podcast put me back in therapy. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Keep Running with Kendra Stacy. I'm so excited to have you guys here with me today and so glad you can join for another episode. Um, can we talk about how this podcast put me back into therapy? Like, let's really let's really get into it. I have been in therapy for over two years now, honestly, when I think about it, um, but because of some recent growth I had, my therapist and I reached a point where um, I was just deciding when I wanted to come in, right? So there were periods, um, especially in my therapy journey, when I was going once a week, then we kind of went to every two weeks and then, you know, got lighter to maybe once a month. And then this most recent stretch was you know, when you want to come in, set up an appointment and you can come in. So I went about six weeks without going to therapy, without seeing my therapist, feeling fine, feeling great. Um, I had been in a great place as far as confronting different issues I had going on or dealing with different things, growing, maturing, just feeling really great. Um, you know, family situations were good. Everything was just pretty solid until this podcast. <laughs> so I literally had to uh, set up an appointment with my therapist who I adore. Um, I, I love her because she looks like me. Um, she's a black woman who is a millennial who is just bomb. And she speaks my language. I can talk about memes and things I saw on social media. Like even um, I have a TikTok page and one of my videos popped up on her For You page. Um, and if you know TikTok, it's all curated based on kind of what you like and what you're into. And of course, they'll drop some random stuff. But for me to pop up on her For You page means like, okay, you know, we're kind of the same. Um, but she's just been so um, tremendous in how she's helped me. And of course, I'll get into more things I learned from therapy, but just had to highlight that this podcast is, has not been easy. Um, and really, the part that hasn't been easy is me. No one else is sleeping on me. Nobody else is hating on me. Nobody else is critiquing me. No one else is judging me. No one else is doubting me, but me. I have been my biggest block. I have been just really in my own way. And I know people talk about that all the time. Like, you need to get out of your own way. Get out of your own head. You're great. You're awesome. And all the things we try to tell ourselves that we should say. And trust me, I am a Instagram meme reposter. I've seen all the quotes, honey, on how to be an amazing person and what all that means. Um, and still, when it came to my own stuff, um, I, I still struggled. So I went back to therapy to figure out why am I at this wall? Like, why am I having performance anxiety? Why am I choking in the fourth quarter? Like, what, 
what is really happening with me that is is leading to this significant change because I used to be a person who would just launch something right who would launch a business launch a platform I've had a blog I've had an app I've had um websites I've I mean I will launch something in a minute like have no issue with launching something but I reached this place now with this podcast where I just couldn't get it launched and I felt like and my closest friend we kind of go through similar seasons but I felt like I was telling her like I'm at this door And on the other side of the door is all that I've envisioned as far as my life, right? Like all of the the witty ideas I have, all the amazing things that I want to achieve and see myself doing and just all this, the, the level up is on the other side of the door. And my hand is on the doorknob, right? It's not like the door does not exist. It's not like I'm far away from the door. It's not like there's a a security guard or a bouncer in front of the door, like someone preventing me from getting to the door. It's not like the door doesn't have a handle. Like my hand is on the door and I'm just afraid to turn that knob and, and get in there. So I had to recognize like there's an issue here, like something is going on here. And so went into my toolkit and went to therapy. And I think the thing as we were like unpacking what all I'm dealing with and why I'm having this issue is um, my therapist asked me straight up, like, are you are you hesitating or are you, you know, not putting it out because you want it to be great? You're just you think you just have to keep working at it and working at it and working at it until it's great. She was like, well, what if I told you that you're already great? The reason why you are, you know, at the have an opportunity to level up is because you're great. Like you're already great. You already got it. And I literally got chills in the session because I did not think of it that way. I did not think of myself as already being great. I'm I thought of myself of having to prepare for that greatness. Right. Instead of just acknowledging and settling in the fact that I'm great right now. I have greatness right now. And that being the the point from which I create and make things happen and publish this podcast that's been long overdue. Because when I when I I keep saying the podcast has been long overdue and I don't think I don't think anyone really understands the investment I made in this podcast and believing in it and putting the ideas around it and how I procrastinated and just let it lie dormant and lose its steam, lose its traction because I got afraid. So I bought my podcast equipment. I want to say I bought it in late December, like after Christmas and got it in January and by equipment, I mean like a microphone, um, some other stuff that I don't even know what it's called, but a friend of mine who's in production, I actually reached out to him and asked him like, hey, what do I need to make a podcast happen? And he sent me these recommendations. A shout out to Tony. <laughs> um, gave me all these recommendations of, you know, equipment and things I needed. And I made the investment, bought the stuff with cold, hard cash. Okay. And um had it since January right 
so and he and I got on FaceTimes and we were texting back and forth, emailing all the things to get the equipment set up, to get used to the software, like understanding how to record, how to minimize noise and all the things. Right. So I did that back in January. I reached out to my cousin, hey, Christina, um, and asked her, it wasn't too far after, I don't think, um, asked her to, let me look it up, because I have the note of when she wrote the note for me. So some months ago, I asked um, my cousin, Christina, um, hey, could you write me up? She's an amazing writer, like amazing. Um, She's in public relations uh, professionally and just does amazing work in the nonprofit sector like just is dope all around right um, but her writing is just I and I always say this she I remember she wrote a Facebook status about a trip to Starbucks and I distinctly remember it was years ago but I remember it because it was like how can you write and create such an image right with your writing I write for school okay the teacher give you an essay prompt I'll write it for that submit it at 11 57 because it's due at 11 59 okay that's me but I love good writing and she's just an amazing writer and so I asked her if she could write a description like a little blurb to describe the podcast and then a blurb about me in a way that kind of captured my energy and all of that so um but I sent that to her and she sent me her, what she called her initial draft, which was her just jotting things down. These are, you know, annoying air quotes, but she just jotted some stuff down and it like knocked my socks off. Um, but that was months ago that she created that. Right. So now I have the podcast equipment. I have a description of the podcast. I have she wrote my bio as well. Right. So I have the podcast equipment, podcast description. Uh, speaker or podcast host bio have all of that and um, then I record the first episode and joke so I recorded the first episode that you hear now is not the first episode I have recorded I've recorded maybe two episodes and deleted them so they are wiped I have no idea where they are like they do not exist um and of you know, I'm, I'm sure I could dig for it somewhere in the RAM, hard drive, whatever techie stuff, but I'm not her, that techie girl. So, um, but they do not exist to me anymore because I recorded it, listened back and told myself like, man, you corny. Like that, that joke ain't even funny, man. Um, and so I just convinced myself that I wasn't good. And we all are our toughest critic, right? Like, I'm the hardest on me, period. Um, but I'm, this is going to be the shout out episode, I think. Um, but there is um, a man at my church, friend of mine. His name is Eric. And I, so let me tell you the other thing I did. I posted, after I recorded one of those episodes that I hated, I posted on Facebook telling my followers and friends and family and people in my network um, I also posted it on Instagram, but I told all these people that I have recorded the first episode of my podcast and I just need help with the name of the podcast because I didn't have a name at that time. Um, and when I told everybody I had the podcast, I thought 
I was going to launch it soon after. And I'm getting all this love, right? Which is something I, me and my therapist were laughing about. I got so much love just off telling people that I had recorded the first episode of a podcast that did not have a name. And I got so much love. Oh my God, Kendra, I can't wait to hear it. It's about time. You, you know, I've been listening to you for so long. You going to do this. You going to kill it. I always knew you could have this in you. Like just so much love. And I choke. (laughs) I never put anything out after that. And it just went cold and went dormant. I got scared. Didn't talk about it anymore. But back to Eric. So he um, saw that post and saw me at church and was like, hey, what's going on with the podcast? Uh, You know, you said you was you was putting it up. I was like, yeah, I am. He was like, "Okay, like, are you doing it? Like, what's going on? I'm like, you know, your voice get high pitched. I'm working on it. So um, he kind of became my accountability partner and was like, all right, stop playing. Like, you going to get it up. Let's check back in two weeks. And let's see if you got something up there. And this is when I knew I, I was struggling. So he was being like my accountability partner. And instead of me seeing that as motivation, I started to feel shame. So the two weeks was up, right? And I had done nothing, not a thing. So then, you know, after the two weeks, one thing I would say about me to set context is um, there are different personality traits and I'm, I don't know what the official title of all of them is, but I know I'm what you call an upholder, which is um, I uphold outside expectations. So if there is an expectation set for me outside of me, right, not within outside where someone else is expecting something of me, I will uphold that. And so him having this expectation, even though he's my accountability partner and nothing is on the line, right, for him, but he has this expectation or we have this expectation that I'm going to get something done in two weeks. And because I couldn't get this thing done for the, the, the personal fear or anxiety that I had, I started feeling shame that I have to now tell him when I see him at church, you know, and he's just a cool guy. Like he put no pressure on me at all, but this is how, how much you can work all these things up into your own head and really throw yourself off course. So, um, I would see him and feel shame that I had to tell him, yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah. It's in the same spot. Right. And so this is when I knew like, Kendra, there's a problem here. Like this is beyond, um, oh, I just didn't have time to get it done or, you know, whatever other reasonable, um, excuse one could have for not delivering. This was like a, no, like you, you got a lot of stuff mixed up into here. And so this is when I was sitting down with my therapist, really just had to hear it out loud that all of this fear and anxiety that I had built up around this thing that I felt like was my thing, right? I feel like this podcast is my thing. Um, it comes very natural to me to just be talking. Okay. I do the talking. So it's not an issue pulling for content or getting it out there. Then having like enough skill, mm, enough skill to record myself 
to sound nice and neat and professional. Um, I've even been complimented on the way my voice sounds. You know, it's funny. This is really the shout out episode. I think back to um, I had a teacher. Well, he, he was never my teacher, but he was like the popular teacher at school. His name was Mr. Hennessy. Funny enough. Um, but he I remember him telling me I wasn't his student, mind you. He was just like a, a well-known teacher. And I guess I was a well-known kid. But he told me that I should be a news anchor as a kid. So this is like elementary school. He told me you should be a news anchor. He, I remember he told me you have a deep voice. And I was like, nah. as a kid, a little girl, do I want to hear that I have a deep voice? Like, what the heck? So I'm like, okay. And he was like, you know who have deep voices? News anchors. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Thanks. I'm going to go. <laughs> but so I've always heard all of this stuff that makes me feel like this podcast is something I should be doing. But fear and anxiety is real. And I will say the feeling is real, but it's also irrational. It makes no sense. And when I say it out loud, and that's what my whole therapy session was. When I said it out loud to another person who was staring back at me, it was like, this sounds crazy. So um, my therapist just kept like debunking everything, right? So I was like, you know, people are going to think I'm corny. They're not going to think I'm funny. They're not going to like what I'm doing. And my therapist was like, well, do you have any evidence of that? And I just was like, uh, no, no, I don't. I've always, I, I've been receiving such love for everything I've been doing. So I don't have evidence. You know, the only thing I can point to, and it's funny, but I've been doing like these TikTok videos and I had one person comment, you should wear lipstick. I think that was like the most hate I've received right and that was even laughable because it's like what the who who wakes up and chooses violence like that and feels the need to comment that um but that's it right and so my therapist was like so you have no evidence that people don't like you that people are gonna hate you like that people are gonna think you're whack that people aren't gonna get with it and i was like yeah yeah i don't right so then we started talking about you know well why do you want to do this? Do you, you know, do you feel like you have something to say or, you know, what's the point? I was like, I do feel like I have something to say. You know, I do feel like, you know, there are so many podcasts out there or there are so many voices out there or there's so much information out there um, that comes at people from a vantage point of those who have already figured everything out or, you know, they are now giving you advice on how to do this and they are now, you know, instructing you or they're your guide now. Um, but there's not the voice of that person who is going through it real time, who is figuring it out real time with you, the person. And that's who I want to be. That's who I've been with my friends. That's those are the kind of conversations I have on an everyday basis is with other people who are trying to get it together. OK, who are doing their both doing their best to be their best. Right. I, I'm not around people who have arrived. OK, I'm around people who are striving, who are working at that thing. And that's me. And that's the voice I want to have is 
we're all working this thing out. We're all figuring this stuff out. We're all arriving constantly. And I wanted to create that voice to one, let people know it's okay to be arriving, to be working, to be trying, to be striving, right? Like even, I'm going to take it a step back. I had to arrive at a place um, recently, even with this podcast and with some other things I'm working on. Um, so, you know, we, we're always taught that, you know, the things you're passionate about will never feel like work. And it kind of gives you this idea or this feeling that you should always be on for the things you're really passionate about or the things you're really called to do or the things that, you know, are your ministry or, you know, whatever insert there, right? But if it's your thing, you should always want to do it because you're passionate about it and it's never work, always on. And no, no, I have beat myself up for the fact that I don't always feel energized to do that thing, to do this thing. Because it, it, that just doesn't make sense, right? That's not sustainable. Yes, I can feel passionate about something, but do I always have the energy for it? Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But that doesn't take away from my passion for it, right? And so my therapist was like, well, how about on the days where you feel like, you know, you want to record a whole bunch of stuff? Just record a whole bunch of stuff. And then the day you don't feel like doing it, hey, you don't do it. And there was something so freeing about that right that why do we feel like we always have to be on because someone told us that's what being passionate means and that's just not realistic well it's not realistic for me if it's realistic for you okay but I'm just saying how freeing it is to know that you can exist in a space where you are a person where you can treat yourself to whatever your needs are in the moment, be flexible, give yourself the grace to say, today I don't feel it, but tomorrow I might, and tomorrow I'll get at them, okay? So that's what I mean by just constantly evolving, constantly defining and redefining and going through multiple iterations, honey, as it pertains to your own identity and who you are. Um, I'll say another like awakening moment I had um, around, uh, meditation. So I, I try to be like the, the people I see on Instagram and, and we all know comparison kills, but I don't know what happened on my timeline, but there was like a shift where everyone was meditating. So like sitting in the middle of their living room, crisscross applesauce, like saying they were meditating. And I tried it and did not work for me okay so like I've seen different people who were doing like 6 a.m they had their crystals they had their stands they had their uh incense they had candles they were doing all the things at like six o'clock in the morning no ma'am that's not gonna work for Kendra Stacy as you can see I am up with energy at two o'clock in the morning 6 a.m not I said the Kendra okay um but I wanted to to meditate I wanted to reflect and be intentional and affirmations and all the things that people are saying you need to be doing right center yourself before you start work and all of that stuff 
right? And just because I'm doing that, I'm not coming for those people because you do need all that stuff. But I had put so much pressure on myself to meditate the way I saw other people meditating. Not meditating for me, meditating the way I saw other people meditating um, because that's meditation, okay? And if you don't do it like that, you're not a meditating, okay? And um, no, I figured out, I released myself by saying meditation is going to look like the Kendra version, the Kendra brand of meditation. And what that looks like, you'd be surprised. I meditate in my car. So I noticed about myself is when I park my car back at my house, I don't get right out the car. I tend to just sit and linger in my car. Um, I could be on TikTok. I could be on Instagram. I could be, you know, talking out loud to myself. Like, I don't know what goes down. Did it be going down in the car? Especially parked at home. I can't just be parked anywhere. Where I'm parked at home. Um, I tend to just sit. And I was like, I could just meditate in here. Like, who? I could. I don't have to be crisscross applesauce. I could sit here and just meditate. And just get intentional. Just center myself. And just do it in here. And it, it was so freeing. And you know what it what's crazy is I was so consistent or am because I still do it. But I've, I'm so consistent with meditating in my car because I do it every day. Then if I was to meditate the way I saw other people doing it, because that I fell off after day two. I'm not a morning person. 6 a.m. ain't going to work. So. It was allowing myself to have my version of meditation. But I, I, I literally, at this grown age, just figured that out. So that's what I want this podcast to be. And that's why I feel like I'm called or, and I don't want to keep saying I'm called to, but that's who I feel like I am or the space I want to have and the journey that I want to welcome other people on is because it it's about discovering real time growing real time we're gonna do this together you know that's the space i want to have that's the voice i want to be i'm your home girl that you would call up and be like i don't know what to do with this i don't know about that and we're gonna work that thing out together that's all we're gonna do is work it out together um because we're in it together we're figuring it out together so that's that's the main goal of the whole podcast and that's what I'm pushing myself to do it for because I'm scared I am literally afraid and nervous about this podcast and I don't know if it'll get easier with each episode I upload but I'm gonna keep uploading them I am until it maybe it doesn't feel as scary maybe but um funny enough eric told me he was like well you know how about this if you do a thousand podcasts and nobody listens to not now episode then i'll tell you it's a bad podcast i was like all right cool 
I, I have to do a thousand <laughs> and get no listings. And then, you know, we'll have some evidence that like, yeah, it probably, probably wasn't that good of a podcast. But a thousand episodes worth first before we can say that. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. But please know, I have not arrived. <laughs> I have not figured this out. I am doing this scared. I am doing this afraid. But I am doing this. And that's half the battle. Um, I don't want to be one of those people who constantly constantly watches other people um, live out my dream. Right? Do the things I've envisioned. And have a chip on my shoulder like, oh, if I if I would have did it, I would have did it like this. Like, they ain't even doing it right. Like, you see how they got that? I don't like that. Mm-mm. I don't want to be that person for the rest of my life. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, even if it hurts. <laughs> even if I cry a little. I'm going to do this. Um, and just hope for the best and well wishes and that's all we can do. Um, because I, I don't want to have that chip on my shoulder. I want to at least give it a try. Um, I I believe the songwriter says, hit me with your best shot. Come on and hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. And (laughs) that's all I'm going to do here. Um, So with that, just want to say thank you all so much for tuning into this podcast, for being a part of this journey. Um, There is more to come, but I had to get that off my little old chest that this this has literally sent me back to therapy. So, yeah. Love (laughs) y'all. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. I'll see y'all next time. And yeah, keep running.